Mrs. Harden. I wish you could have been here yesterday at the wedding to hear the vows that they gave to one another. They had broke down. It thrilled me that Kayla, uh, what hers that she had to say about Lauren. She said when she met Lauren and started going with him, he started talking to her about the Lord. And when they came, sat down in my office, I I tell everybody, and I mean this, I will not marry somebody that's, that's not saved. Uh, one to, that's lost, one of them is lost, and the other one is uh, saved. And uh, she got saved. She says, I've been the glorious thing that he had taught her the Christian life and what it meant to her to live the Christian life and now being able to be his lifelong partner in marriage. And that was the sweetest thing. I just wish you could have heard it. It was a real blessing. It's amazing to me how God leads in the music just before you preach. Every time it seems like. Uh, and I thank God for that. Uh, Barry led us in the beginning uh, about the blood. And I was studying last night about the talking blood. If you'll turn over with me, please, to Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4. And I want to begin to read in verse 8. Genesis chapter 4 in verse 8. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, as we've been saved by the grace of God all these years, ever since that 26th birthday, dear God, that you saved my soul, I've understood clearly in studying and reading that word all these years, I'm only saved by the blood. And I ask you today to let us understand how precious is the blood to you. Bless each one who's come today in a very special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Verse 10 especially. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Turn over to 1 John chapter 5 now. Just go over to in the back of the Bible a little bit. The book of 1 John chapter 5. Verse 8 and verse 9. It says, And there were three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree in one. Verse 9. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which He has testified of His Son. Now, there are three that bear witness in the earth. The Spirit, the water, the blood. These three are one. A witness 
is one who uh, agree in one or testifies and the Bible said there's the spirit, the water, and the blood. A witness is one that testifies. The blood is a testimony then. When the blood talks, it has something to say. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 24. And that Jesus mediated a new covenant and the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Now, what does the blood say then? It says there's a better way than shedding of the blood of lambs in the Old Testament. What is the message of the blood? The blood of Jesus Christ has been shed for the sins of the whole world, John 3.16. There's a red ribbon that runs all the way through the Bible, and it's the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, from the book of Genesis all the way to the end of the book of the Revelation. The Bible is a living book filled with blood. There are 427 times in scriptures that have reference to the blood atonement. Uh, that without shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins, no covering for sins. It is Christ's life. It's not Christ's life that saves us. It's the death, burial, and the resurrection and the blood shed of the Lord Jesus Christ that saves us from our sin. Someone has said that Christ's crimson blood cleanses our crimson sins. Isaiah 1 and verse 18 says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Amen? Now, that is, if you come to Christ and apply His blood to your sins then, by faith, they shall be white as snow before God. Now, we use the word atonement in the Bible to talk about cleansing or blood remission. Atonement simply means coverings. The word atonement means to shelter or to put a cover over. Now, the word for atonement in the Hebrew is kapar, meaning to ransom or to cover. The Hebrew word kapar also has several other meanings. For instance, the word kapar, translated pitch in Genesis 6 and verse 17, make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. Now, it was the pitch or the tar that Noah put between the boards of the ark that kept the floodwaters from Noah and his family are the judgment of God from reaching Noah. Now, the judgment of God cannot get to the person then inside the ark. Why? Because of the coverings or the pitch. It is the atoning blood of Jesus Christ that keeps the judgment of God then from the uh, coming where the sinner is. Kapar is used in taking, uh, talking about atonement. Kapar also means in the Hebrew to appease or to satisfy, like the Hebrew children in the land of Pharaoh. The judgment angel passes over and does not stop at the house with the blood applied to the doorpost. God is appeased or satisfied by the blood atonement or kapar. The word kapar also means cleansed. The blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord, cleanses us from all sin. The word kapar, the word kapar also means merciful. When God sees the blood of Jesus Christ, He has mercy. He does not see the blood. Uh, he is the God of judgment and fury and wrath. 
Caper also means pardon. Jeremiah 33 verse 8 says we're pardoned. Now, when we stand before God to judge then, He asks, guilty or not guilty? And every sinner has to admit before God, guilty. Guilty of original sin? Guilty of sin on purpose? The penalty is condemnation forever in hell? But the Savior steps forward with a pardon in His hands. He purchased our pardon on Calvary's tree. He paid the price for our freedom. Guilty? Yes. Do you remember Barab Bar Barah? I can't even say his name. Barabbas. Uh, he was pardoned. They brought Jesus and they bought a murderer, a gangster, if you would, with Jesus, and they put before them these two men. Here's Jesus, the righteous one. Here's Barabbas, the a gangster, the sinner. And they said, Which one will you turn us loose? Which one will you have turned loose? And they chose Barabbas. But Jesus took his place. Did you know who had rightly ought to died on that cross? Barabbas. But Jesus died in his place. You know what that is? That's pardon. That's Jesus taking the place of the one that's guilty. That's exactly what he did for you and I. Capard also means to purge away. The blood of Jesus Christ purges or cleanses the sinner. The way Capard means to disannul. When a marriage is disannulled, it's broken. When the blood of Jesus Christ is applied to the sinner's power, it's broken. Sin has no more dominion over me. Sin has no more power over me. It's been broken. We are broken free from the penalty of sin and the power of sin and one day from the very presence of sin. You know what I'm looking for one of these days? Getting away from all this mess. Amen. Amen. This world's in a mess right now. It's always been in a mess. It didn't just happen lately. Ever since the first man sinned, it's been in a mess. In sin's grasp, if you would please. And won't it be something one day not only are we uh, pardoned from the penalty of sin and the power of sin, but one day we'll be out of the very presence of sin. That's the grace of God. Capar is also translated in the Bible pacify, pacify. When a baby cries, you give him a pacifier. Amen? And he shuts his mouth and quits crying. The holiness of God, the purity of God, cries out for judgment against sin. Let me give you something. Every time God, a man is born in this world, he's born into sin. And that body cries out for a penalty of God upon that sinner. But God's Word tells us that Jesus is satisfied with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? God insists upon judgment. And Jesus died on the cross and paid our price. And God is pacified, pacified if you would please. And the word peace comes from the word pacified in Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know what I love about being saved today? I'm at peace with God. God's not angry with me anymore. I used to think that the holy God was standing up in heaven with a big old club waiting for me to make a mistake and walk me over the head with it. That's what I went around thinking for years. And then one day I got saved by God's grace. And I realized that God's no longer angry with me. He loves me. 
although I'm a sinner and I don't do everything just right and I'm still, I'm not perfect in this old world, He still loves me. Amen? Psalms 32 and verse 1. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin capar are covered. Amen? All my sins are covered. I've used this illustration over years and I believe with all my soul, holy God no longer looks at me. He looks at me under the covering of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and through the blood I become as white as snow. All my sins are gone. I'm pure before Him. I'm forgiven. I'm covered. Kapar, covered. The King James Bible has in the word atonement. You know how many times the word atonement is found in the King James Bible? Seventy-seven times. I read that one day and I said, wait a minute. That has more significance than just 77 times. 7-7 seven, seven is perfection. The word 7 in the Bible is perfection. Think about that for just a minute. The King James Bible word of torments in there 77 times. Perfection. I'm perfect in the Lord Jesus Christ. The word blood itself recovered. You know how many times it occurs in the King James Bible? 427 times. The word blood. Hebrews 9, verse 22. Without shedding of blood is no remission. The old song goes, There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins, and sinners plunge beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. Ere since by faith I saw the stream, thy flowing wounds supply, redeeming love has been my theme and shall be till I die. Amen. I say over and over, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul and washing me in the blood. I want to give you some very quickly, some things about the blood speaks up. Number one, blood is a purchase payment for redemption. Everybody knows our sins must be paid for. Anybody with any common sense knows you're a sinner. Anybody with any common sense knows you don't deserve to go to heaven. There's not a person on the face of this earth deserves to go to heaven. But Acts chapter 20, verse 28 says we are purchased with His blood. Amen? Ephesians 1, verse 18 and 19 says we are redeemed. Uh, we're not redeemed with a crooked thing to silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Blood is our redemption. Blood is the ground of our forgiveness. Ephesians 1 and verse 7 says, through the blood. Colossians 1 and verse 14 says, through His blood. I cannot go to hell then. Why? Because the ground of all forgiveness of sin is His blood. Not me, not my works, not my goodness, but His blood is what makes a difference. Blood is the basis of our justification. Blood is the price of our redemption. Blood is the ground of our forgiveness. And thirdly, blood is a basis of our justification. Justified means just as though I'd never sinned. And His blood speaks to God the Father for our cleansings. Blood is the ground of our peace. I cannot go to hell. Why? Because God is not angry with me anymore. I have peace with God. Romans 5 verse 1. Blood is the ground for our cleansing. The Bible says we are washed in the blood. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. I, I love the book of 1 John. I read it often. 
And I challenge all believers to read the book of 1 John. Just for your own reading. Just read it. And the verse that I sometime I'm mowing in the yard on my lawn mowing, I'm riding around, and I'm thinking, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin. 1 John 1 7. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin. Over and over and over myself. I say to myself all the time, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin. Amen. I say it all the time. I go around happy in the Lord because of the blood of Jesus Christ cleansed me all my sin. That's the Word of God. God said that. I can go to heaven on that promise. The blood of Jesus Christ cleansed me from all my sin. Nothing I do, nothing I say cleanses my sin. The blood of Jesus Christ cleansed my sin. Through the blood we have access to God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly out through the blood. Come boldly under the throne of grace. Amen? You ever think about facing a live God? You ever think about facing a righteous God, a holy God? I think about it all the time. And the Bible says, yet we can come boldly. You know what that word means? It means without fear, without trembling. We can come before God boldly, before Almighty God. I'm looking forward to that great day. I really am. Can you imagine for just a second stepping out of this world into all eternity and facing glory? Just glory. God in all His glory. We don't need the sun. We don't need the moon. We don't need electric light anymore because the Bible says He is the light of the world. Amen. Can you imagine that for just a second? And yet we're going to stand before Him and we're going to stand there boldly. You know why? Because we have the blood applied. And that's the only reason you'll be there. Through the blood we have access to God. Amos 3 verse 3. Can two walk together except they be agreed? The answer to that is no. By the way, where we read the first beginning, can uh, when God asked Cain, uh, where art thou, brother? He said, Am I my brother's keeper? The answer to that is, Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Did you know what? I want my brother to go to heaven with me. Amen? My fleshly brother. I want everybody that I come in contact to go to heaven with me. I'm responsible for them. And everybody that I come in contact, I believe this. I, I like what my brother said about going to jail and being a minister in the jail. You can't go unless God opens the door. Amen. If God shuts the door, uh, then it's shut. You can't do anything about that. But if God opens the door, you can't do anything about that either. He's got a right to go there. Amen. I love that. God's still in control. Let me read you a little something. I read this thing. I read this little story about a man that was lost in the snow up in the mountains and another man who had a great big old St. Bernard dog and sent his faithful old dog out to search out the lost man. After hours of searching, the St. Bernard came upon the lost man half buried in the frozen snow. The dog began to shake the man and to shake him until finally the man's blood became warm enough he had uh, half days came to thinking a wolf was trying to kill him. He reached up with his knife and cut the dog badly. The dog let the man go and crawled back to his owner's cabin, leaving a trail of blood in the snow. The dog died 
but they trailed the blood back to the half-frozen, half-dazed man and barely saved his life. He later found out what he had done and what the dog had done in saving his life. He began to weep and cry out. He was a friend trying to save my life. I thought he was my enemy, and I killed him. How sorry I am. It is blood saved me. That's a perfect picture of what Jesus did for me. Amen? His blood saved my soul. I have a friend like that dog. I have a friend that died for me. And His blood leads a trail straight to heaven. Amen? Amen. Glad I'm saved today. Amen? And I challenge any man on the face of God's earth, you come to God covered in the blood, you're welcome home. Amen? If you've never met the Savior, that's how you meet Him. Will you stand with me, please? Heavenly Father, would you bless each one today, Lord? You've been such a blessing already here today, and your presence has been felt and known. We thank you for that. But will you let your word go out to many ears to hear the truth and come to the knowledge that Jesus' shed blood is what cleanses us from our sin. And we take that by faith. Like some man asked me years ago, you never seen God. you never seen Jesus. How do you know there is one? Well, I know Him by His Word, the Bible, but I know Him another way too. Something spoke to my heart. And Lord, You said Your Holy Spirit will speak to us through Thy Word. And I challenge anybody to obey Your Word and You will speak to them today. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Turn the page.